So hey, so so Jason, welcome back to the Construction Ranger Podcast. It's been a while, right? We took a break. It feels really good. It does feel really good. It's good to see your stupid face. You know, well, we, you know, because we we kind of took a like a, a I don't want to say an accidental break, but we just just with with everything with the holidays and relocating and things like that, we just we just kind of took a an impromptu break from recording shows. All right. I mean, you want to talk about like what got in our way a little bit? I mean, I think it's fair to the listeners who have listened to our podcasts 155,000 times. That's no big deal. I mean, <laughs> just um, one dude that's listened to yeah, them. Just one dude. It's Damien Edwards is his name. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, we have gone through some shifts in our professional lives yeah. here recently. Yeah. Um, Actually, I think it's has, super relevant to talk about it. Because... No, it's very, it's very relevant. And it's, and it's kind of what we were, ironically, what we were talking about discussing today. I'm going into this unexpectedly, but you know, we, you know, Damien has gotten a promotion and is, is a, is a national level level director um, of, of construction. And um, you know, what, what, what has that, uh, what has that been like for you so far transitioning from running a group of, of construction people and managing your own communities. What's that like? You know, it's, um, it's kind of eye-opening to be totally honest with you to, to go from like my own little world and to have it expand like nationally has been super eye-opening because you get to see um, kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly of everything. Um, and uh, it really shows the different levels of construction management and professionalism. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's pretty awesome to be totally honest with you. It's a pretty awesome experience to, to be able to see such a broad cross section of the construction industry. You feel like it puts a lot of the stuff you were doing in perspective a little bit. I mean, 100%. as far as like, yeah, hundred percent. It's funny. I had a guy tell me once I'll share this story with you real quick. Um, when I was coaching lacrosse all the time, he said uh, he was constantly trying to get me to join um, the local chapter of U.S. lacrosse, the board, as a board member. And he would say to me, hey, how many, many people are you coaching today? And I'd say, oh, you know, I've got 22 on the team. And he'd say, hmm, so as a coach, you can affect 22 players, huh? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay. You sit on the board, you can affect 2,200 players. And I never got it. I was always like, whatever, um, until I, I took the position on the board. And then I realized I was able to affect hundreds, if not thousands of players with the decisions I made and with mentoring. Um, and this, this job is kind of the same thing. Instead of just affecting a few players I've got on my team locally, I can affect, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of players nationally. So it's, it's been pretty awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. But you got the same thing going on, man. You got a promotion. You're taken over the world dude and i think it's freaking badass yeah you know, how's that how's your how's your promotion going you know it's going good you know relocation to atlanta georgia and you know it's it's a it's a real like kind of ground up build of a production home building operation you know it was an, an existing operation there but um, we're hiring folks and kind of establishing some guidelines and rules if for lack of a better term and yeah um 
you're working on some badass projects. Right. It's, it's the products are so great. Um, and the process that we get there, you know, how we get to that final product is still kind of in its infancy as far as like what I'm used to. So, um, it's kind of, for me, it's been great because even though it's a step up and a step forward for me, it's also like a back to basics type of scenario where we have to go back and look at the nuts and bolts of our process. And that's what we're working on right now. So, you know, I will, I will tell you, so I, I feel like that you just nailed it. So going, going back to the nuts and bolts, so we get so complicated, right? If we're, you know, we're moving along our career and we're like, oh, this new system and that new system. And we tend to overcomplicate things as a people sometimes. And when it comes down to it, it's the nuts and bolts that never change. It's those principles of um, whether it's leadership, whether it's construction or whatever, it's the nuts and bolts, the basic principles that are rock solid, no matter what changes. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, I agree with you, man. I, you know, it's, you know, the, the product and the place and the number of people and the scope might change, but the principles never do. Right. I mean, you, you always are going to have to, you know, set up a good plan and tell everyone that's going to be involved about your plan. And, you know, once you start rolling out the first phase of your plan, hold everybody to the expectations that you've set. I mean, it, it, that goes for all different types of jobs. I'm sure I only really know this one, but um, the, you know, it's, it's, it's the same stuff and it's just, you know, trying to organize it and keep everybody feeling good about it. So, you know, that kind of goes into what we're talking about today. Right. So we were, um, we were talking about this earlier. So I know when you took your new role at, and same, same thing with me, I had to look at my skill set and say, okay, this is where I am today. What do I need to do? How do I, how can I improve myself so that I am a better, you know, version of me personally, so that I can be a better version of me professionally, because I'm affecting other people and I need to be, I need to be top of my game to make sure that I'm mentoring other people so that they can be the top of their game as well. So, and that's what we're talking about, man. Kind of how to take ourselves to the next level. Um, and if I can digress just a little bit. So we've talked about in the construction management podcast, you and I have run the gamut. We have talked about all kinds of stuff, right? Safety, right. site control, um, theft. We've talked about scheduling. We, Process, we, relationships, learning. Yeah. <laughs> what about kind of all. beer we like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we talk about that. It's true. Um, but now in order to... Um, to kind of get to the next level, right? We have to, you, I'm sure you're doing it. I'm doing it. We have to look inward and say, okay, you know, I, I've taken another step in my career. How do I get to the next step? You know, what skill set do I need? How do I improve? So, you know, over the next couple of podcasts, we're going to be talking about self-reflection, you know, self-improvement, you know, kind of the steps that go into it and how do we advance ourselves personally so that we can advance ourselves professionally particularly in construction, because it's demanding. Right. Well, you know, I always say that, you know, how you set yourself up in your personal life, whether it be your vehicle or your commute or your schedule and you're off, um, those things directly translate to your professional career, right? I mean, to your, to your scenario, 
each week. In construction, you know, I don't know about everybody listening, but I just got the notification that I will be not rolling over X amount of sick hours um, or vacation time. Because when you're in this business, it's like being sick doesn't just stink because you're sick. It stinks because you have 10 times as much work to do when you're not sick. Yeah. <laughs> like when you get back. Yeah, I know. But just managing your time and figuring out those things that, you know, spending the time on the job and making it effective um, and not just spinning your wheels while you're there. I see that from time to time. Um, I think being organized and having, you know, the right outlook prof- professionally it directly stems from how you set yourself up personally. So I, you know, you talk a lot about, you always talk about self-help. You got to like, you got to write a terrible book about self-help one day. (laughs) I'm sure it'll be me. Well, well, let me ask you a question. So let's, uh, when you, when you got your promotion, was there, was there a moment when you took a step back and, and like doubted yourself and said, Am, am I even the right guy for this? Can oh, I do this job? Without question. And then I looked him right in the eye and I said, I'm the right guy for this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, you believe it? Good. <laughs> so what's, uh, so talk to me about that process, man. What did you, uh, you talk to me, like walk us through that process and then walk us through the process. Because I assume at one point, oh my God, my, my dog needs to shut the F up. <laughs> I hear there's some folks walking into the model I'm sitting in right now. Just outside the door waiting for it to open at any moment. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. So um, what was it like for me? You know, I, you know, I, my scenario was probably had some compounding factors, right? I mean, my scenario was we've got this thing. We think we need you. We'd like you to come check it out. See if it's a good fit for you. It means you have to uproot your entire life and family and change everything. Um, and, you know, it's a great opportunity. You know, it's a, you know, it's a department head position and I'm, I'm extremely thankful for it. And it's evident that it's a, it was a position that was greatly needed. Right. I mean, just organizing from the next level up um, is, is something that we are in desperate need of, but yeah, of course I had self doubt. You know, you get comfortable in your in your own scenario, and I, I, if you get promoted, and we we've joked about this before, you while you're an assistant, you're like, this is bullshit. They should be promoting me already, and I deserve it. And then they give you your promotion, you're like, oh shit, I don't know anything. And <laughs> everybody feels like that, right? And then, and I felt like that a little bit. You know, I'm kind of building some different products that I've I've built before, but I haven't done in a while. And some of it's a little different than I'm used to. I'll tell you, the terminology down here is very different. They call everything something different. Sometimes they look at me screwy, um, and I'm like, oh, it's you know, it's not foundation drains. It's you know, drain tile where I'm from. That's a good example of it. And okay. Um, so just yeah, some they're wrong. Just some they're wrong about everything. Right. Neither of them's wrong. I'm just saying there's different, there's different like, you know, redneck terminology that you use on a job site. Um, but the truth is like, once you overcome that and you just get your feet wet and you start writing notes down, you realize none of these projects are very different from each other. They all have the same challenges. Um, so, you know, the truth is you got to have the courage to, to do it, you know, to, to put, to believe in yourself, to, to put yourself in it. 
so so let me let me just back that up a little bit. So when you're when you're um, evaluating your current position, was there a time when you sat there and you said, "Okay, I know what my current skill set is. What do I need to do this job? How do I? What do I need? What additional skills am I going to need to do this job?" And if there was, what was the what was the step you took or are taking to to gain those skills? Right. Um, yeah, I can answer that. Like more, uh, I, I didn't, there were so many things that were unknown to me. Like I was accustomed to a certain structure and a, and a process with, with people I was comfortable with. I know, you know, working for 17 years in Virginia, you, you know who to call when you have an issue. Um, you know, your products in and out, right? I mean, you studied those plans from their inception all the way to, you know, their first closings and, and beyond. Um, so part of the thing that I did when I got here initially was ask a ton of questions and take a ton of notes. My whole yeah. mentality was I'm going to soak it up like a sponge while I'm, while I'm in my first phase. Um, I'm still kind of in my first phase. I'd like to provide some suggestions, some guidance for guys, which I am. But I mean, really my first step to all of it was gathering it up. Um, I didn't know what the hurdles were. I need to go see what they are and start, you know, categorizing how I'm going to get there. Some of the things that, you know, the first thing I realized is that we need to, you know, to, to increase our, our scheduling accuracy. Um, so that's something that we're working hard on and trying to figure out our municipalities and what that's going to require. So I don't want to go into all the details with it, but the first thing I did was, come in and gather information and try to form a plan. And really I'm, I mean, we're only a couple of weeks into this thing. So, you know, me trying to explain it, like I've got it all figured out now would be a lie. Cause that's not the truth. How about um, from a personal. So I know that when I stepped into my new role, I was like, I sat down and I was like, okay, I'm going to be talking to people from all over the place, strangers essentially. I was like, I need to work on um, communication skills. I was like, I know I need to, because I mean, I can't just walk on the job site and F, 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 F. <laughs> well, it's taken you this far. I know, well, that's true. <laughs> so, um, but I was like, I have to, because I, I wrote down, I was like, and I'm big note taker and I write a lot of shit down. And I was like, okay, here's where I think my skill sets are. This is what I'm good at. What am I going to need? And I was like, I need to increase my ability to speak to people that I don't know and at all different levels of management from right. you know, top tier executives. Yeah, down because to, you're, you're reporting to the top guys in the company. Right. So I'm like, I need to be able to communicate well. And I was like, what else do I need? I need corporate finance because I don't know shit about accounting. I know overheads and stuff, job site stuff, but I need, I need more than that. So I started making a list of everything I thought I was weak at. Um, and it was hard, man, because I'm like, I kind of know that. Maybe I won't put that on the list. And I'm like, do I really know that? And I would listen to like a podcast on corporate finance. I'm like, is that guy talking Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I like literally wrote down a, a set of skills that I think I need to improve on. And I started diving into it. Like, right, I got this book right here on leadership. It's a book I read, shit, gotta be 12 years ago. But uh, I'm like, I'm going out of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, right. I'm meeting new people. I need to, I need to 
I need to be the leader that they that they want me to be, that they think I'm going to be. So, you know, it, it was I kind of took a deep dive inward and thought about everything I wasn't good at and every, everywhere I lacked. And I'm like, I need to sharpen these skills. Um, and I'll be honest with you, this is kind of tough. You know, it's tough to, especially when we, you know, we walk around all confident and then you start kind of dissecting yourself and it's, it's not easy. It's not an easy process. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I also say that, you know, we talk about personal development and how it translates to professional development here. You know, personally, I realized that I, I have a family that I'm going to be dragging through with this process and eventually we'll be settled in and eventually we'll all feel comfortable in our own home and our own skin and our own jobs. Right. And, and schools. I mean, let's not leave my kids out. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I realized what I had to be first off was, was positive, right? I mean, have to be encouraging and positive and highlight the things that this, the reasons why it's going to be great and, and, you know, see what we can do, find out what are the hot buttons and how can we, you know, make them easier on my family. My family was a big, important part of this. Um, you know, the good part is that I've got a very supportive wife and, you know, my son is totally thrilled and my daughter is like, hate my guts, but it'll, it'll come, she'll come around too, you know, and she's already coming around. I exaggerate. Um, well, you know, I yeah, think you I mean, hit on it. I think you, you really hit on something that's mindset. Right. So in construction, we're nomadic, right? We have to go to where the work is. You know, when I had a commute that was under an hour, I was like, yay, look at me. I'm I'm only driving an hour. (laughs) Part of your life back. Yeah. But when you're in construction, you're a nomad. You go to where the work is. You don't go to a set office every day. Um, And I think you nailed it. Keeping that positive outlook Sure. Is key. And that's really any profession, but I, you know, particularly in construction, because it's such a high stress job. I think keeping that positive outlook and that mindset is the key to success. I mean, that's 90% of it, I think. Right. I do. I think, uh, I think this makes me feel a little guilty. Your questions about self-help and the fact that you're like reading books and stuff. I feel like you're like light years ahead of me. In my defense, you took your job a long time ago, at least in, in my my perspective. Well, you know, I think that, um, and this goes true for like, if you're an assistant construction manager and you, you want to make the leap to construction manager, you need to have a mindset, a growth mindset that says, if I want to take the next step, I need to seek out the information that I don't currently know. And you need to take a real, a real hard look at your current skill set and say, this is where I want to be. How am I going to get there? What are the traits that those people have that I don't have and how do I get them? Sure. Um, and for me, it's, you know, it's a lot of training, you know, I'm constantly looking, I'm constantly reading books and stuff like that. I mean, I'm getting older. So the print is getting bigger. I have to get big, (laughs) large print books. So uh, like a pamphlet now looks like a novel because it's like (laughs) one word per page. (laughs) They made this. My eyes are so good. (laughs) My eyes are no good. None. They're as bad as my hearing now. I hate it, dude. I was I was with Gina the other day and she was like, she handed me a dog collar and she goes, Hey, read this and tell me if we got rabies and portobello or whatever it is. That's mushroom, but whatever the other <laughs> whatever the other thing is. And I took it and I looked at it and I'm like, I'm out. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this is. That's all I got. <laughs> uh.
Oh my goodness. Anyway, so over the over the course of the next you know couple of months, we're we're gonna put out some podcasts and we're gonna dive, we're gonna do a deep dive into personal development because personal development leaves leads to professional development. And that's sure. what you know we, we can talk about sticks and bricks all day long. But I think we we are doing our listeners a real injustice if we don't take a take a, a deep dive into what it takes to really improve ourselves and our and change our mindset so we have a positive growth oriented mindset to take us to the next level right so. a couple of key words that we we had discussed earlier we talked about self-reflection quite a bit yep really looking at yourself and deciding where you're at mentally what kind of organizational skills do you have or need um you know where are you in your life then how do you feel about it and how do people around you feel right and I think the next one is, you know, critical thinking about, you said, what, what things you actually need to get to where you want to be, wherever that is, where, even if it's just critical thinking about this week or this month, mm-hmm. um, or where you want to be, you know, as far as like your professional scenario, whatever that is, your, your relationships with the people you work with or your output, um, you know, thinking critically about that. And another thing that we, we discussed was stress. And we've talked about stress. We've done whole podcasts on stress on the job site. And what does it mean? Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, dealing with stress is something that's not just something that you can do between the, your working hours. Yeah. Um, dealing with stress is like a lifestyle type of adjustment or analysis. Um, for me, I, you know, I got down here. I started at the beginning of January. So I got 20 some days under my belt now. And I worked seven days a week for the first two weeks. And then I flew home and spent a weekend there, really looking forward to sleeping in my own bed, realized I had five painters painting the house I'm trying to sell. I stayed in a hotel for two nights. Um, and when I came back as did much you really, as- Did you really stay in a hotel for two nights? When yes, you we stayed in a hotel in Virginia for two nights because everything in my house was in the center of the room and covered in plastic. Uh, oh, that sucks. So, yeah, but it needed to get done and we're on the right timeline there. So despite the fact that that was stressful, it checked a box and we both were able to, you know, deal with it. My kids don't care. They're, they don't care where we are or what we're doing. They're like, we're going to our friend's house. Um, awesome. But dealing with my stress, you know, when I got back, it wasn't, you know, I was, I was glad to see my family, but I came back to the same workload and I went back to, to seven days, you know, at least half of Sunday also working and working really long hours too, and still feeling like I'm spinning my wheels a little bit and it's stressful. And I got to last weekend and I was like, you know, both the last two weeks I've taken at least some time and said, all right, from this period to that period, like last Saturday, I did not, I I was like, I'm taking today off. I'm not going to open it up did only for a little bit in the evening, but I'm, <laughs> but I, but I literally like, I, I got up in the morning and I was like, I'm not going to flick this on for one day. I've got my stuff under control Friday evening. I'm going to shut it off. I'm a woodsy guy. You know that I did six miles in the woods doing some scouting and a little bit of fishing. And the whole point was I got to just let my mind go somewhere else besides jobs and deadlines and, you know, new relationships and all that stuff. Um, and I felt better because of it. I got to be honest. I came back on Monday. Dude, I guarantee you felt better. I was fully charged up about the job and I wasn't pissed off for like two or three minutes until after I got there. And then I was right back where I was, you know, right back in it in that construction process. You know what? And, and you were probably clear headed 
and more focused for having taken the time off. Yeah. I mean, you, you've talked about, you know, sharpening your ax. We've talked about that on plenty of podcasts. Sh- and sharpening you, your saw, but whatever. Well, I <laughs> mean, difference. I think you told me that it was a wood chopping story. And <laughs> an And the last time we discussed it, so not my fault yours. Um, but the truth is like you, you do, you got to give yourself those, those personal resets. And that's, that's part of the transition from personal to professional development, man. If you're not a healthy minded person in your, in your personal life, the chances of you lasting for a long period of time professionally without starting to slip are slim. I mean, you got it. You got to be able to manage those things. And there's a balance. You hear a lot of people that say, I was great professionally, but I wrecked my personal life. Dude. Oh, like, yeah. And that's not good either. Cause that doesn't, that's like, I always tell trades that you got to make money when you work here. Cause if you're not making money, you're not going to last long. It's kind of the same thing. Like you got to enjoy it while you're doing it. Otherwise you're going to crap out fast. Yep. That's the thing. And there's no people that say that there's no, I do not believe it's sustainable. If you wreck your personal life, your professional life is right, right behind it. You know, because you know, you have a fantastic wife and a fantastic family. I have a fantastic wife and a fantastic family. And if it was not for them, I wouldn't be yeah. the, the professional person that I am. No yeah, I'd be living in a tent and working in a body shop. Yeah. Not, be, not that there's anything wrong with that. I'd be in prison. <laughs> I make lots of bad decisions. <laughs> no, I think, uh, you know, I think it's all part of being well-rounded. You know, my yeah. dad always, my dad always talks about being well-rounded and, um, you know, having your important things and spreading them out evenly. Cause if you do too much of any one thing, you're going to have to neglect something else. There's only so much of you. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. So that's what, uh, that's what listeners have to look forward to. So we're going to, over the next you know couple of podcasts, we're going to take deep dive into holding ourselves personally accountable, critical thinking, stress management, organization. Um, this is making me like, it's giving me a whole other list of things I need to do right now. Good man. Get to work. <laughs> I mean, the truth is you got to work hard to get to the point where you feel good and you can get your time off and you can do all those things. So organizing yourself in these, in these ways is, is going to be beneficial. And it's something that while we're doing these next couple of podcasts, I'm going to be doing by, you know, for myself because it's important in what I'm doing. I'm going through a huge transition right now yeah. and you know, I want to, I want to be successful and I don't want to just do a job. I want to do a good job. Amen. And that's the thing. And, you know, we're always talking about professional growth and if anybody that is interested in professional growth has got to start with themselves, they got to look at themselves personally, put together a, you know, a plan for them and go for it. So the next, our next podcast, we're actually going to be talking about how to formulate that plan, how to put it together and how to take action on it. So stay tuned. And then once we get through that, we'll start talking about sticks and bricks again. It's good to uh, it's good to record a couple of things and try to help some folks. Amen, brother. And I help myself at the same time, man. This is I miss this, dude. I used to get all shit faced and tell people all my personal businesses and all my problems, and it was so therapeutic for me. My wife would be like, "Jesus, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I feel great." And she's like, "Everybody's depressed except for you," and I'm like, "Whatever." Yeah. <laughs> I had a lady say, I had a lady say to me once, she was like, <clears throat> she was talking about her childhood and she goes, Oh, you're really honest. She goes, I used to get 
picked last in gym class. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> and then just unloaded on her. And Gina was like, oh my God, what are you doing? And I'm like, what? you know that person. It's like therapy. <laughs> anyway, that's that's all we got for today. But uh, we'll be back soon and uh, hopefully we can help some folks. All right, thanks. Thanks.